any conversation. Are you vaccinated, and what's your stance on, on vaccinations? Yeah, I've been immunized. Um, you know, there's a lot of uh, a lot of conversation around it, around the league, and a lot of guys who have made statements and not made statements, owners who made statements. Um, you know, there's guys on the team that haven't been vaccinated. Uh, I think it's a personal decision. I'm not going to judge those guys. Um, there's guys who have been vaccinated that contracted COVID. Um, so it's, it's an interesting issue that I think we're going to see played out the entire season. I'm not sure what they're going to do with, you know, the testing schedule. I know that talking to JC, the PA had talked about testing every single day for everybody. Uh, the league obviously, I think, shot that down or, or didn't want to do that. I don't know if that was financially incentivized or, or whatnot, but yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens if we can, uh, you know, if the, if the protocols change at some point, um, it's obviously something that's that's moving. It's it's. It's a lot of fun. Keep it fun. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the UK Packers podcast. As usual, I'm your host at Steve Diddy NFL on Twitter, and of course, follow the group at UK Packers. And have me old buddy, me old pal at Daryl J. O'Brien here. And it's time for quick facts. Quick facts. Oh, hold on. Stop, 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 stop. Is it though? Is it? No, I'm not doing. I'm not doing the quick snaps thing. Quick facts. I'm not. I'm not doing it today. I'm not doing it today. No. Because we're supposed to be talking about the Chiefs game. Mm. We're supposed to be talking about. Coming in after that game against the Cardinals, we're now seven and one, and we thought the Cardinals was going to be our banana skin, and then the Chiefs look ropey. They're four and four. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes doesn't have his eye in, doesn't have his arm on, and and then look what happens. Yeah, I don't know if you heard the news this week. I didn't. I didn't know. Have. Yeah, I, I didn't know. I didn't know what we we're going to talk about. And uh, yeah, quick facts. Fa, 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 fa. Um, it's look. I have plenty. Of this. I was actually going to jump on yesterday and do a, a quick impromptu podcast. Uh, it's a. It, do you know what? It's a mine. Field. Without me? Out there. Without me? Without everybody. Without me? Oh, hang on a minute. Oh, hang on. Now I've. I've look. I've got an opinion on it. Um, I guess I'll start forced. Um, I don't care whether he is vaccinated or not vaccinated. And I've kind of taken the piss out of this on my personal Twitter, where I said, uh, do you have a red pen? Steve says, "I yes, I have a pen. And they go, Steve has a red pen. And I go, no, 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 he did not say that. Another example for, my, for me was, is do you have a train license? Yes, I have a license. And people go, oh, Steve has a train license. And you're like, no, no. I could have a car license, and the, the and that's very important because if you give someone a job driving a train, eh, probably going to be a problem. Um, and I'll I'll have, I'll kick it over to you now in a second, there. Whether you think, you know, he was lying, uh, was he being disingenuous, uh, was he being slippery and slimy? But this is what I will say, right? And it, it, this is, if, in case people don't know, this is real life, and this wouldn't have came back on him had he not contracted COVID and it got released that he allegedly is not vaccinated, which he hasn't spoke on the same as this whole off-season cack as well. So the thing is, this is real life. So uh, an example would be, is you're told when you, uh, and again, recruitment agents uh, who live in this sphere will tell you this. If you go for a job and they ask you a question and you don't know the answer to the question, try turn the question back on them. Let me tell you this. I did an interview 
as in I was the interviewer with someone and I asked them something and they did that and I instantly thought doesn't know what he's talking about because this is the real world and people the thing is is you're you're hired to do a job and if someone says how would you do this part of the job and they go you're thinking oh you've great interview technique but that's not actually going to help you do the role the guy didn't get the job right so it's the same as this he can get up there and he can say someone could say to him as we've just heard have you been vaccinated he can say yeah, I've been immunized. And then he can come back and go, well, technically, I didn't say technically. I didn't. But the thing is, Daryl, it's real life. Um, and if you say that to someone, uh, uh, because look, you're a lawyer, right? And you go by the principles an awful lot, and I'll, I'll let you off on it now, is that if someone had a reasonable assumption of something, well, then that's what they go by. So for instance, if I threaten you with a gun, even if I know I'm not going to shoot you, it's a fake gun, but if you deem that your life is in danger, it doesn't matter my intent. It matters how you felt about it. And then that's how it goes. But anyway, so disingenuous. Was he lying? Do we care? Is it a big deal? Are people killing him because he's Aaron Rodgers? What's your take on it all? Yeah, well, look, I'm not going to get into the morality of whether someone is vaccinated or not. This is not really the forum for that. But what I will talk about is, and I take a harder line on this, I think, than you do. And I think he's trying to be over clever here. And it's not funny. Right, so he sort of says late in August, yeah, I'm immunized. And then he goes on to say, there's guys in the team that have not been vaccinated. He's trying to be over clever here. The inference there is obviously everyone who's listening to him is going to take from it that he has been vaccinated, right? Mm. That's all fine whether he is or he isn't. It's his own business. But then he goes and petitions the NFLPA for an exemption to, to the COVID-19 protocols because he receives a homeopathic treatment, right? And he's basically saying, I took this treatment to increase my antibodies, therefore... I've, I'm immune to COVID. That was declined by all the lawyers, all the spokesmen, everybody in, in, in the NFL that he contacted declined this. But then he went around carrying on as if he was vaccinated. And this, he didn't wear a mask in places he should have. Now, this is all being investigated. And we do, again, we don't know everything that's going on behind the scenes here. But he certainly held himself out as if he was vaccinated, not immunized, but vaccinated because he didn't follow any of those protocols. He was off there at a Halloween party and that like lovely John Wick photo doesn't look as cute now when you think that he was, you know, flutting around in Mercedes Lewis, no mask, no social distancing, none of that sort of stuff. Leaving all that aside, parking all of that, what he has done here, by not being vaccinated, he may have been back in time for this game because now he has to be out for at least 10 days. Yeah. I don't want it to was people online talking about he's tarnished his legacy further. I, screw all that I'm not interested in any of that what I am interested though is the next game he's put the Packers in an awful position now he's put them in a position that they're without their quarterback for the first time I think um, since week 17 of the 2017 season that's a long time ago and you've got now so and that's what he's done I think he's let the team down he's let the organisation down you're now 7-1 and one with a final crack at the Super Bowl which is what we're thinking here this is Aaron Rodgers' year right he's just trying to chop himself in the foot a small bit here I just think yeah. he should, I think he's just been a bit silly well, look, the, the thing is, Daryl, right, if, if you go, um, so for instance, if your wife heard from somebody that you cheated on your wife at the pool party, right, and she said to you, did you cheat on me at the pool party? And you say, I wasn't at the pool party. And in the back of your head, you're going, but I did cheat on you, but I wasn't at the pool party. I was up in the hotel. Uh, well, then the thing is, is you know what the question was and you know why it was being asked. But you've deliberately came up with an answer that's obtuse. Yeah, and that's what I would screen. say. 
and it's, it's a smoke, smoke screen, screen. Right? it's silly now I, again i will reiterate right i absolutely uh, understand if someone doesn't want to get vaccinated disclaimer i am fully vaccinated so that's where i stand on it so I, again i'm not one of these guys who are like oh yeah of course you say looks an anti-vaxxer i got vaccinated uh, i did my own research i believe in the science um and all this type of stuff. But again, as you said, we're not getting into the morality. So I'm not judging him from a point of, oh, I agree with what his viewpoint is. He's a Cali guy. He probably wears a beanie. And he's he's talked about smoking, uh, you know, weed before in a roundabout way. Like, whether he does that or doesn't, I don't care. But he puts off this Cali chilled out kind of vibe. And if that's the way he approaches his life outside and feels that the vaccine is is something that he doesn't trust or whatever, absolutely fine. Like, everyone has their own prerogative. And in fact, I got double vaxxed so that I could go to America to see him play football. But I don't hold yeah. resistance. Oh, but I, delicious irony. Oh, I know. But I, look, I, and that's not the only reason I got it. But look, I don't hold any resentment for him because I see an awful lot of people saying, oh, no. I paid loads of money and he screwed me over. Look, he doesn't owe you uh, responsibility to play a football game so that he can take medical decisions in his lifestyle so that you pay $100 so you can pay yeah, $20 yeah. for nachos. Watch, that's ridiculous, right? I honestly don't care if he's vaccinated or not. I think, yes, there's a case to be made that, uh, look, it's one thing about not being vaccinated. And again, you said that he hasn't followed protocols and there will be an investigation. All of that yeah, is we don't know alleged. That. So yeah. we, don't, we don't know that, right? But anecdotally, you look at it and you're like, okay, well, he wasn't wearing a mask in the press conference. Uh, but then Kirk Cousins apparently hasn't been doing it either. And he's out there between being vaxxed. I think it's very simple. And in a way, I feel sorry for him, right? Which people are going to throw stuff at the radio now. If he would have came out, he was asked a point blank question. It was so point blank. He probably felt that he couldn't say no, that he was backed into a corner and that the repercussions of people finding out that he wasn't vaccinated with the COVID-19 vaccine uh, the blowback would be incredible. And also he might be deemed as not being a team player. And he might have felt that that's unfair because his beliefs and what he believes in, he feels is probably a risk to that or, or whatever, obviously if he hasn't got it, um, and that it was unnecessary in some way. So he probably felt it was unfair to him. Now, Adam Schefter, the famous uh, clown of the week, um, he brought out a tweet way back when who said that he's so disgruntled with the NFL vaccination policy that he's, t he's thinking about not coming back. And that could be a real reason, Daryl, as to why all of this stuff happened in the offseason as well. Some of it was Jordan Love and the, the, ha the holdover and the lame duck quarterback and all that type of stuff. Some of it also could have been the fact that he was like, if you're going to force me to get vaccinated, I'm not going to do it. And I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm at a crossroads here and that's fine. And this is the thing, he probably felt like he couldn't say it because people go mad at him like they did with uh, Kirk Cousins to call him COVID Kirk or whatever. Uh, and then Cam Newton was the same. So yeah. look, I understand but, that he didn't want simple, to blow back. I just think, I think he's made a mess of it again. I think he, he I think he's, he's trying to be over clever. I think he, he's obviously a very thoughtful man, but eventually if you keep doing stupid things, people are going to call you stupid, right? The, the th I think the point here is he should have just said no comment. I want to keep that information to myself, right? Hmm. But what he did was is he went and said something, trying to be over clever, and then carried on as if that was true. Now, again, we don't know. This whole mask not wearing thing and, and being places you shouldn't be, we don't know that. We don't. We didn't follow him around. Yeah. Um, so that's not really mine or your place to talk about. But he certainly seemed to, and maybe the journalist should have been a little bit, maybe they should have been, you know, maybe think, paying more attention to this. But he certainly held, he seems to have held himself out as if he was following all the protocols for someone who has been fully vaccinated and not immunized or whatever that means yeah. but it's one of those things that we wait and see it's more just disappointing I'm not down on them over this and people are talking about his, his legacy being tarnished it's a pain because we're 7 and 1 
and if he was there, we have a great chance to turn over the Chiefs, right? Because they're they're not playing well at the minute. Yeah. But moving on then to the quick snap side of things, and here's here's my here's my gigantic. Um, this is my sort of take for the rest of the season. I think we're going to win the Super Bowl, right? And I think the killer thing about this is, I think Gutekunst is going to be completely vindicated. Because look what's going to happen here. Oops. I'm really, really hoping, yeah. I am really, really hoping that Love goes out and has a cracker, right? Because if you look at who he has behind him now, like, he's going to have... Okay, we'll talk about Blake Bortles in a minute because I think that's hilarious. But if if you look at the sort of the weapons that we're going to be giving... um. Jordan Love all the people that are going to be back okay we're not going to have D back back but if you look at the, basically the all, all the guys that are going to be in front of him they're going to be able to protect him and then if you look at what Goody's done in the off season we've got Campbell we've got Bojo we've got Razul Douglas we've Eric Stokes this is starting to smack of Goody's team at the minute and I think if Love can come out and play a good game I mean yeah possibilities are endless here yeah well look um, and the last thing I'll say on the Aaron Rodgers thing is is look um He's out. There's nothing we can do. We just have to get behind the team. I'm not down on him for not getting vaccinated, whatever. But it does look very questionable, Daryl, that uh, Kurt Benkert got it. He was at that Halloween party. And you don't yeah. and with the masks off and him dancing on the floor and all that kind of stuff, it looks bad because we're only one test away from Jordan Love being a close contact or, you know, being yeah. turfed out on his ear because he tests positive or whatever. And it's the thing. Look, you can get COVID whether you're vaccinated or not. That's not in question. Yep. The question is is how long are you out for? So it's either five days yes. or 10. There's a big difference there. Yeah. Um, you're talking about missing the game. And then on top of that, and this is the last thing I'll say, the, the, the journalists coming out and falling on their sword, apparently, about how they didn't look into it. I just think that's a load of balls. Like, the thing is, is like you alluded to, he said, yes, I've been immunized, which if you look up the definition, and I hate getting into semantics, it could mean vaccinated. So it just looks like he's, you know, trying to do his sores thing again. And then, as you said, he alludes to some people aren't, and I won't judge them. You know, you don't sort of say like, look, I'm yeah. this way and I don't judge people who are not because that shows you quite clearly. Stand. But anyway, um, this game, what I find fascinating is, is that when you look at the Arizona Cardinals and we were without our wide receivers and everything else, but Aaron Rodgers, I think he made, what, four attempts over 10 yards in that game. Mm -hmm. So if yeah. they use the same game plan, which they don't expect anything major from Jordan Love, he's, he can hand the ball off an awful lot, which we're capable of. Um, the Chiefs' defense are, are really bad. Um, their offense is misfiring and their defense is on the way up. So when you look at that, Daryl, I mean, and again, we saw Jordan Love come on and yes, at the very end of his little stint, he threw an interception or whatever. Uh, but again, we went into the reasons behind that. The thing is, he's not going to be expected to do a whole lot. He doesn't have to throw long, throw deep. No. Uh, but, you know, he's going to have those weapons there if he needs it. You'd rather have a Devontae Adams back, who was back at the yep. building today, along with Joe Barry, um, than not have him. But then you're still going to be well capable of pounding the ball uh, with Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon. So I don't think the... Um, there's a joke in there somewhere. I don't think there's a difference there between... Uh, the game plan for Arizona versus, um, you know, the Chiefs. Now, the only thing is, is that uh, someone, one of the Chiefs fans said, oh, you just know that our defense are gonna, is going to make Jordan Love look like an eight-time pro bowler, which would be great and misleading uh, for every party involved. So I just don't know. Look, they, uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes can turn this stuff on in an instant, but it just all turns yeah, out yeah. apparently the trick to beating the Chiefs is to not blitz them. Um, and if that's the case, well, then will the Packers adopt that and will they will it bear fruit? Um, but yeah, it's do you know what? If anything, and this is why I got a Jordan Love jersey and this is why I'm going to razz off the Jordan Love jersey, in fact, because it's the best time ever, um, is that 
Jordan Love, this is, it's so symbolic now, isn't it? Like, it's so, there's so much meat to it now. Yeah. That Jordan Love is there. So to see him play there, as long as they don't bang uh, Bortles out there and they actually trust Jordan Love, which yeah. seems like to be in the Bortles in a minute. Yeah, yeah. ripping figs on the <laughs> just side. See, just see the way they, they call him up and where is he? He's playing golf in Florida because that's where old people go to retire. <laughs> He's already in Florida. Amazing. Oh, you can imagine him on his Zimmer frame in those little grey shoes and his little grey pants with the front pleats mm. going, well, back in my day. And then you go, Blake, 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 you got to come back, man. Oh, rats. You see, you keep calling him, he's not that old. He's, he's really not that old. I, I, he's there with his, probably with his plan. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I beg to differ. He's playing golf in Florida. I'm sorry. Unless you're living in Florida, you old. He old. I think he has a place in Florida. He must do. He must do, sure. He does. It's a retirement village. Uh, maybe. But anyway, I agree with you. This is going to be a num-num-num game, right? This quick snaps was going to be very, let's dive in to see what Kansas are doing. Let's see what their weaknesses are. This actually now, I don't know. I know as much as anyone knows about what Jordan Love can do. But all I will say is it's not going to do him any harm to have Devante, Lazard, Cobb, maybe MVS. Mm. He's going to have some serious solid pass protection. That's what he really needs. We don't need to be firing balls into the stands. All we need to do, as you say, is just hand that ball off and let them run it. We've been good that way. And as you say, I don't really think we need to change much from no. our last game plan. The best thing about this is this is not this is not Mickey Mouse opposition, even though they're they're not playing at their best. This is the Chiefs, right? You're gonna to have to give them the respect they deserve. What game would would a guy like Jordan Love want to start in? I mean, this is delicious for him. Oh, and the team are gonna be behind him because let's face it, what we were really hoping would happen last week is that we were gonna get this extra boost of confidence out of nowhere if we beat the Cardinals. We were gonna get this extra togetherness of as a team. I don't think they're afraid of this. No. I don't think the Packers are going, yeah, we're without A-Rod, but like, let's face it, we're behind this guy. They've already said it, we're behind Love. He knows all the play calls now. He hasn't had to play with that team in front of him. But let's face it, I don't think I'd play too badly if I had those guys in front of me. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, seriously, yeah. just hand that ball off. Don't, don't, don't do anything fancy. Just yeah. hand that ball off. No, it's a couple of things bode well for us. One is that they said they force-fed Jordan Love up to this point. Aaron Rodgers has been a good mentor. Um, Jordan Love was drafted in the first round. He was actually seen the, as the quarterback with the most potential in that whole draft, which people forget about. And just because he got drafted by the Packers, people look, oh, well, it's going to be terrible. Look, it, it, he could be extremely good. And the thing is there, look, if, I say, if, if you had an up-and-coming guy question marks over him and you put him up against uh sort you know in his at the in his heyday a sort of injured Pete Sampras and then he beats Pete Sampras oh, yes Pistol Pete Pistol, Pistol Pete. Pete like Pistol Pete's toe is in fact broken however the the headlines are going to be young upstart who wasn't given a chance comes back and beats the champ and that's like look at Patrick Mahomes and all of the fu- the yeah. fare that goes with him do you know what's hilarious he's he's messing up really badly and he's, some of his throws are horrendous and he's getting picked off all the time but the one thing that Sky Sports NFL put out in NFL UK was is look at this sidearm throw and you're like oh yeah look at all these other crap ones yeah. that he's done the whole game but he just yeah. has it's, it's that not anymore of course because he's fallen from grace but it's that Odell Beckham effect where if someone catches the ball with one hand they've done the Odell even though Max McGee was doing it you know 50, yeah, 60 yeah. years ago I mean anyway. you can po- you can polish a turd you can polish a turd you can take something decent out of anything but let's face it I agree with that though it's great for headlines like Mahomes Mahomes might not be playing well at the minute but he's still Patrick Mahomes and what a bump Jordan Love would get if you put these two guys together because they're always billing this like it's a much watched game you know the current yeah, yeah. MVP against Patrick Mahomes and you're going well now look at this it's Jason and Goliath basically yeah. let's go for it but look, I mean, it's a, we're are we not in the perfect situation, right? And yes, it's not ideal with Aaron Rodgers and people can wax lyrical all they like about about that situation. But look, we're seven and one 
And yes, you'd want to mm-hmm. go, you know, 16 and 1 in the new 17 game season. That's great. And I, I saw these tweets like, oh, we had the chance to go 16 and 1. As if that's a thing. Like, there you go. As yeah, if, like, is that a thing? Are, yeah. we, are we doing that yeah. now? 16 and 1. You know, ah, you missed out on your 16 and 1. Yeah. You're going to, no one's ever done that. It's so it's weird. Not we're, even a thing. We had a chance to score 17 points in this game. And they're kind of thinking, what? That's not a thing. Um, you, so you're look, just inventing it's, metrics. But that's what it is, you know. And so look, whatever about that type of thing. We're well up in the division. It, it bodes well for us that the other teams in the NFC North are absolute crapshoots. Yeah, so thanks. when it comes to yeah. this, like this is what I was saying. I've been saying this for years. Like I would love a backup quarterback to be getting more game time and not be a sort of a healthy scratch to be sitting there and just watching the guy do it. And of course, everyone shouts at me and probably rightly so. But I just think that for moments like this, you need a guy with actual meaningful playing time. You know, understood like, oh, it disrupts the rhythm too much and all of that sensible stuff. However, I just think this is great. This is the chance to do it in practice yeah. is to send this guy what out. What an amazing thing. Yeah, and get him to play. But it is, it's a weird thing, right? It is a weird, it is unique. It is a unique thing. I think NFL is quite unique in this, that you can have such a key pivotal player as your quarterback mm. and his understudy plays zero games. Smart. Do you know, like if you think of, if you think of rugby, your fly half, you always have a backup fly half. You think of all, you know, and I'm, I'm coming back to Ireland for this, and, and even more so. You look at Ronan O'Gara, and you, and Johnny Sexton was trying to get his game, mm. and like O'Gara would be pulled off, and Sexton would be put on, and they'd be like murdered. They'd be going like, yeah. oh, you took O'Gara off, what are you put? He has to learn in these high pressure yeah, situations, yeah. right? Surely, mm. surely. But I get it; it's not a thing. But this is what makes this even more delicious because nobody has any tape on this guy. We're sitting here doing a quick snaps based on information that we just don't even have. We have no idea how this is going to go. We know as much as the dog in the street knows, which is what makes this. This is why we watch sport, though. It Let's is, though. It. It's Come so, on, Packers. But this go, what it pack, is. go. And we've been saying that all along, that if you're going to be a Packers fan, support a team, not blindly, and you can choose to do it how you want, but, no. but how we're going to do it is, is that we're going to actually get behind the team and try to see sense and stuff like this. Because you, you'll have mates like that or co-workers like that, that anything that comes down the line, they're like, oh, they this again you know and you're kind of thinking oh really like is that the mode you want to be in all the time but here is the real crux of it and this is what is brilliant you look at last year Aaron Rodgers Patrick Mahomes um what's your man Josh Allen they were all in this race to be MVP right and then the two of those guys had kind of brain fart games and Aaron Rodgers had an amazing game right and then he he was a front runner and it helped that he had the sort of the Pat McAfee PR machine behind him and Mm, he did this he did deserve it I'm not saying that but it's just you know like it's objective right you could pick it any type of way and an awful lot of the times these top NFL player the top 100 thing you look at it and go oh he was good two years ago and he has long hair so he's probably still good now and it's all very dated and it takes a while to catch up this year that equivalent to me is is that they go on about coach of the year they don't give Matt LaFleur a look in to, no. despite the fact of what he's able to do he comes up against the Arizona Cardinals with no wide receivers and yeah. beats them yeah, how yeah. unbelievable yeah. would it be if he went into Kansas City and waxed the Chiefs with Jordan Love he'd be looked at and go there it is that's just it he is now coach of the year from now on he can literally lose every single game from now yeah. on every he's single game himself. and that's it oh I agree you know. oh completely well here's the thing this time next week if this was A-Rod in the game we could say yeah we'd beat the Chiefs yeah. With Love playing, we're going to go, oh my God, we beat the Chiefs. <laughs> yeah. like, it's the same with the Cardinals. Yeah, it's just how you look at this, right? We, yeah. we beat the Cardinals. That was a game where that was supposed to have been our banana skin, going, oh, we've no real right to beat these guys. We don't even have any players left. And we do yeah. it. Yeah. Now we beat the Chiefs with a guy who's never even played. He has as many p- games with the Packers as I do. Mm. So, Start. like, go out there and do it, buddy. Go for it. Yeah, well. I- I wouldn't mind. When we did get a glimpse of him uh, early in the season, and when you look at him, I was like, 
really decent, very good. You know, like he very very serviceable, and this is this will be his chance to shine. But look, he's not going to be expected to do a whole lot. And as well as that, Matt Lafleur said he has that no flinch mentality, so that when he said to him, "You're good to go," he's like, "Yeah." And if I was Jordan Love <sighs> and all the headlines whizzing around, you'd nearly go, "Do you know what? Let me grab this by the balls and just go out and do it because yeah. I'm sick of you lads, yeah. these Why little not? warriors on Twitter." Like Love's gonna Love doesn't even have to be great; he just needs to be good. Yeah. Uh, and the thing about it is, and and guess who's going to be smiling from here to here? Goody. Yeah. Told yous. Yeah. Told yous. Be on Twitter. Who's, who's the idiot now? Who's the idiot now? Yeah. He'll definitely do that, right? If they win, he'll just be on Twitter in the dark in his office, just the glow of the phone, and he'll be looking yeah. at it, just scrolling tweets. He'll search his own name on Twitter and just scroll and go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stroking, stroke, stroking a cat. And when oh, the yeah. floor, when the floor walks in, he's just gonna spin around in the chair, doing mm. his maniacal laugh. Yeah. Can you do a maniacal laugh? Maybe maybe he sounds really funny. Oh, look at that, Matt. <laughs> you go, that's not really an evil villain voice. We've heard Goody uh, before. Yeah. Why is he talking yeah. like that? You know what he sounds like. Why does he sound like a chihuahua? But I'm looking forward to this game now more than yeah. ever. I'm really annoyed with A-Rod because I'm thinking, ah, come on, man. Come on, you're mm. actually letting yourself down. You let the team down. Come on. But let's face it, this is delicious. It's tasty because you know what? This is the type of game, and I hate this trap game stuff. This is the type of game that the Chiefs are struggling, and this is where they get their mojo back. Aaron Rodgers, they're like, oh, what's he doing? And then, you know, it's all this type of stuff. So it's actually nice. It's kind of like a mini buy. You know, it's just like, all right, now we're not expected to win for some reason. But look, the storylines are just delish. Delish. Oh, they're absolutely fantastic. So, you know, if you're going to write a film script or something like this, is Jordan Love's, like, if this is the beginning of his film script movie, go for it. Go for it, love. Imagine. Take it by the horns and do it, dude. So look, I said it against Arizona that I felt like that this game, the game was going to be close and I have this sneaking suspicion that they'll do something. On paper, they should have lost and we're saying, yes, they're going to lose. Yeah. But I felt like they had something in them and that they're going to work really well from being an underdog. This game, I'm just, I'm going to just say it outright. The Packers win this game and they win it yeah. and it's from good game planning from Matt LaFleur. It's from Jordan Love not giving the ball away. That's all he has to do is don't get intercepted. Yep. Don't, don't fumble yep. the ball, which is what he did in uh, the last time we saw him. Again, it wasn't his fault. He was under pressure and all that kind of stuff. Like you alluded to, though, like he has good protection now. So it's an ideal yeah. situation. I'm going for a win on this one, though. I'm going to say we're going to win by a score. Yeah. Yeah. So do do with that what you will. Yeah, do with what you will. Put right? it in your pipe and smoke it. Smoke it! Uh, so it's unfortunate, right? So Aaron Rodgers is due to be back the day after, uh, or the day before the game that we are going over to Ooh, see. Ooh, squeaky bum time. And you know what? I see people are go, oh, typical, you know, the, the tour, the annual tour goes over. My first tour goes over and he might not you even play. You get to play. see Jordan Love. But you, you get, get to, to see, see Love the rest of the, the team. But look, you can you can say, and people are going to be like, that's no solace. It is for me, um, but maybe because I've been there like 10 times. But it's for me, it's like, you know what? This is one of those things, where were you when this all happened and then Aaron yeah. left at the end of the season and now we had him and you saw a glimpse of him. What did you think? About you know, it's it's historic. It's like seeing Rogers take over from Favre. Um, yeah. There's something to it. And look, that, that's the point. Never going, he's, he's going to be crap. We're never going to be good again after Favre leaves. And you're going, yeah. uh, all right, watch this space. Yeah. And look, we're not saying that love anybody after Aaron Rodgers. And you could say this probably about Favre and then Aaron Rodgers happened. But anybody after Aaron Rodgers who has the best stats ever, um, you know, with yeah. um, quarterback rating and all that type of stuff. Anybody after him is going to be a downgrade, of course. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah absolutely. I mean, what would be the chances that we get at somebody better? You know, we yeah. I, I, arguably, well, not arguably, 
Favre had his moments. It was a different game. I get it. But Rogers' the stats are better than Favre's. What are the chances Loves yeah. would be better than Rogers? I mean, let's face it. What uh, are the odds? So, so we don't. He doesn't yeah. need to be. He doesn't need to be though. Yeah, but that's the point, and that's why when people are going on about this wide receiver nonsense, that it was like you do understand that it's a run first offense now, you know. And it took a while for people to catch up with that. And it's the same with Love. I mean, that's probably yeah. why Matt Lafleur. Uh, instituted the system that he did and Aaron Rodgers had a resurgence and all this type of stuff is because it's predicated on play action and god damn it yep. we have an unbelievable running back oh dear do we you know yeah, that sort of makes them honest with it so if that's all that's gonna yeah. and of course Jordan Love has to be in some way good enough that they don't just bite on the run every time because they don't expect him to connect with anything when he passes so you know it's yeah. a balancing act but anyway it's exciting well we're Happy spoiled days. you see the thing is we're spoiled yeah. with Rodgers and let's face it every, the team that wins the Super Bowl every year does not necessarily have the best quarterback so this whole oh. thing of saying oh we, we, we can't we can't lose Rodgers because we'd be crap um, that's not how it works everyone knows that it, whilst the quarterback oh. has you know a, a lot of say and so what happens let's face it it isn't the only player you can have There are. it's a team sport after all yeah and and lastly as well it would be interesting to see Daryl because Love will play more in the confines of LaFleur's system Whereas we don't yeah. know week on week what play cause Aaron Rodgers is checking in and out of at the line. Whereas with Jordan Love, we'll probably get a really pure look at the option plays and what's going on with his system. And then you yeah. can attribute no, no, the good point moniker to, uh, to Matt LaFleur. But yay, I don't know, it's tasty. And it's on at a decent time too. I'm enjoying it. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> quick quick nom 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 we'll have to do it once. Uh, I know we said quick vax at the beginning of the podcast, but Daryl, this is quick snaps. Quick! Oh! Yoda! Thank there God I, we haven't done it together since last week. I don't even think we did it together last week, did we? Someone's gonna oh, we cut did. the audio. Uh, did we? Did we? Like to, I think we did. Yeah. Two together. Yeah, yeah, someone's gonna cut that audio out and do something with it. Work away. Uh, so, anyway, from himself yeah. at Daryl J. Brown, from me at the Diddy NFL, just want my name in, of course, at UK Packers and all the social media accounts. Let's get the win, baby. Talk to you next week. <laughs>